Hey y'all, this is Angelina, and this is Jennifer, and, and you're listening to the Student Hacks Podcast. Before we start our episode, we would like to acknowledge the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation as the traditional custodians of the country we are meeting today. And we would also like to extend that respect to any elders, past, present, and emerging. Okay, I have to ask, how are your assignments going? How was your last assignment? Wait, which one? That's a good question. I have no idea. It's that time of semester. I'm so lost. You know, honestly, if there was a student expert who knew how to get assignments done, like you're a Scorpio, I'm a Gemini. We need Earth. We need a Virgo. You're so right. We need a Virgo. If only we knew a Virgo. Did someone say Virgo? Hey y'all, I'm Sophie. I'm a third year animation student. So I've had my fair share of breakdowns. Essentially, that makes me a student expert. <laughs> Perfect, you can help us then. Because in this episode, we want to chat about how to manage our mindset because we're just about to enter exam session and that's exactly what we need right now. So we'll be working on self-compassion by making sure to set healthy boundaries and then we'll actively work on prioritization and time management to get through these challenging times. So Jen, how did the assignment really go? You know, it could have gone better, honestly. I made all these plans and I just... I just couldn't keep up. I was so frustrated, I still am, I guess. I've just been hitting these dead ends, like low-key burnt out. Same here. I used to be so self-critical when I didn't stick to a plan. I'd be frustrated and doubt my skills and ability to even get anything done. And you know what I realized? This way of thinking was actually damaging my relationship with myself. I began to lack motivation and trust in my work. You know, that makes so much sense. I definitely feel like I need to work on my relationship with myself, but how do you actually deal with this? All right, now this is gonna sound so cheesy, but I learned how to be self-compassionate to myself. I started gratitude journaling, but more about the things I did and what I appreciate about myself. Documenting little wins, yay! Like I read for enjoyment after a long, long time and it felt so nice. And I often reflect on little improvements I can make into my day-to-day -day routine, like maybe get into nail care? Anyway, by being kind to myself, I began to accept, acknowledge, and recognize my limitation and flaws and remind myself I'm only human. Okay, I'm on board and I definitely agree with everything you're saying, but I'm wondering what does that actually look like in the long run? How can I show myself compassion day to day and integrate it with things like study and work? By setting healthy boundaries. Boundaries go hand in hand with self-compassion because you're putting your mental health and well-being first, prioritizing your goals and time. In terms of commitment to our family or friends or extracurricular activities, we burn ourselves out. But I've always thought it's quite selfish, like not helping someone when they ask. Helping our loved ones and staying committed to extracurricular activities is a selfless act, but sometimes we lose track of ourselves and time. For example, something that's obviously very healthy is going to the gym. However, if you're not setting healthy boundaries with other commitments, you might find yourself at the gym all the time, overexerting yourself and giving yourself no time for anything else. Right, so it's not just about what you do, but also how you do it, or in this case, how you schedule it in and fit it into your life. Yes, it's all about making time and prioritizing different things in your life. That makes so much sense, but whenever I make a to-do list, I, I don't even believe in myself enough to get to that point to finish what I need to finish. That's just step one. Writing a to-do list is overwhelming because you have a bunch of tasks you think you need to get done all at once. But if we prioritize what's important and urgent, then this helps manage our time better and make us less stressed in the long run. This is going to sound complex, but there's a way to prioritize your tasks called the Eisenhower decision matrix that I've started to apply. Eisen who now? Einstein? Sounds smart, tell us more. It's divided into four sections. 
important and urgent task, not important but urgent, important and not urgent, and not important and not urgent. Wow, that was a tongue twister. Hang on. Hang on. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So what's the difference between important and urgent? And not important but urgent? Important urgent tasks are the highest priority tasks that deserve the majority of your immediate attention like your assessments, eating and drinking water. Not important and urgent tasks also require immediate attention but not necessarily significant to you. Ah, uh, okay. So like booking my dentist appointment. Not important but urgent. How about the other priorities? Important and not urgent tasks are tasks critical to your skill development but are free of hard deadlines, typically long-term tasks like personal projects. I've had a project that's been going on for the past five months. Important and not urgent tasks are tasks critical to your skill development but are free of hard deadlines, typically long-term tasks like personal projects. I've had a project that's been going on for the past five months. Not important and not urgent tasks, activities, not pressing, nor will help you achieve long-term goals, typically distractions like scrolling on TikTok. Okay. All right, wait, it makes sense to me now. So it's not like our to-do list approach is wrong per se, but it can be part of a bigger prioritization process. So we can then implement these priorities alongside all our time and management strategies that we talked about with Jenny last week, like time blocking and the Pomodoro method. Yeah, that's right. In fact, we can do this for our long-term priorities and our short-term priorities. So you can think of your priorities for the year, the month and the day. Prioritizing your tasks each day based on your overall priorities is particularly effective when it's crunch time near assessment and exams, aka right now. That makes sense. So time management strategies we talked about before is like the skeleton or framework for our plan. And then once we sort out our priorities, it's kind of like we're fleshing it out for our day-to-day -day plan and we're tackling our tasks based on our priorities. Okay, that's making sense. All right. Okay, wait. So in this episode, we've made ourselves a plan for how we're going to work on our self-compassion. We've talked about how important self-compassion is for rebuilding our relationship with ourselves. And now we know the importance of setting boundaries and what that can look like. And we know how to prioritize our tasks to give us direction and mitigate stress day to day. With all these tips, we can effectively minimize all the exam period burnout by taking care of ourselves and showing ourselves the love and compassion that we would to a friend. Hey, thank you so much, Sophie, for joining us today. Thanks for having me, guys. If you need to find more self-help resources on managing time, stress, and prioritization, check out the UTS Counseling website and the Student Learning Hub's Design Your UTS webpage. I definitely will. I feel like we've learned so much today, um, and it's all thanks to our resident Virgo student expert. I will definitely be trying out that Eisenhower decision matrix myself. I guess I've got my evening sorted out. Love ya. Bye. Bye. Oh, was he a farmer? No. Oh. oh. <laughs> what? He's King George, but he's also known as Farmer George, so oh. you should watch the series to find out why. Not to all the boys. No, it's sent to me. <laughs> what do you say? Sent to me. And that is not what you do, or what you do with what you've done. Poor thing. With what you've done with others. That's like if our podcast was unedited.